Hi there, welcome to episode 10 of the LDS study session with me, Matt. And um, today I wanted to have a little look at something a bit different uh, to what I've been looking at recently. Uh, so as part of my daily study, I obviously look at the Come Follow Me. I also make sure I study a little section out of the Book of Mormon. And I've also been studying some other materials found in the uh, in the Gospel Library. Recently I was looking at the... Um, the gospel essays which uh, the church had published ooh, over a good few years ago or a couple of years ago now at least um, which deal with a number of um, items uh, from various points in church history and church doctrine and various other things um, and one of the things that it talks about is the book of abraham translation so I've, I've looked through all the essays and now i'm looking actually through church history topics which can also be found in the gospel library uh, and the Book of Abraham, as it's quite high alphabetically, has come up again. And I just thought that I'd just share a little bit uh, out of the church history topic and just kind of give some commentary over this. So the Book of Abraham, uh, obviously I don't know if listeners are are aware of the origin of the Book of Abraham or where Joseph Smith uh, translated this record from or where it began. Uh, but basically, uh, when... Um, there was a period of time in 1835 um, where Joseph Smith re received or, or managed to procure um, some ancient Egyptian artifacts, including mummies and multiple scrolls, scrolls of, of papyrus. Uh, the church purchased uh, these records from this, from this man, and Joseph Smith um, uh, studied these hieroglyphics and, and stated, uh, as history recounts, much to our joy, we found that one of the rolls contained the writings of Abraham. So Joseph Smith works through the translation of this record uh, through the fall of 1835 and also in 1842 in the spring when they relocated to Nauvoo. Um, and from these records, uh, we received the, the, the five chapters found in the Book of Abraham and the Pearl of Great Price, along with three illustrations, which are also uh, located in the Pearl of Great Price at this point as well. Now, um, so also, it was it, there's evidence that Joseph uh, also studied the characters on the papyri, and started to try, to try and learn the Egyptian language. So he was in the process of translating an alphabet uh, from the Book of Abraham and arranging a grammar structure uh, from these hieroglyphics. So not only was he receiving revelation about what the some of the writings may have contained, but also he was looking at the the grammar and the and the letterings uh, in the hieroglyphic characters as well. Um, and so it's important to note that the relationship between these documents that, that, that were transcribed from the, from the notes uh, in terms of the actual translation of the writing and the Book of Abraham itself, the, the link between these two is not fully understood. Now, this is where it gets a bit tricky because after the Latter-day Saints left Nauvoo, the artifacts left was, stayed behind and fell into the ownership of Joseph Smith's family after he died. Uh, they sold this papyri and the mummies in 1856, and then a lot of the artifacts, including the papyri rolls, were destroyed in the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. There are ten fragments of these papyri that was managed to escape the fire, and they ended, then they ended up in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, in New York City. Now, in 1967, the museum transferred these fragments to the church. And Egyptologists, Mormon and non-Mormon Egyptologists, studied these, and they agreed that on these ten small fragments from these large papyri rolls, um, they don't match the translation that's given in the Book of Abraham. Uh, 
uh, however, there was not consensus amongst the Mormon and non-Mormon scholars about the interpretation of the pictures of these fragments. Now, of course, there is uh, those that um, take any opportunity to kind of try and um, besmirch or, or, de or denounce what, what the, the Prophet Joseph Smith has said in the past. So, of course, they've taken this to say, oh, well, therefore, he wasn't a prophet. Therefore, uh, the translations that he received of the Book of Abraham from these papyrus rolls must not have been true. They must have made them up. Um, there are a number of re issues with this. And obviously, you know, ultimately, uh, the Book of Abraham, to know the truth of it, one would have to do the same thing as they, would do as, as they are invited to do with the Book of Mormon. They need to read it. They need to read it with prayer. And they need to ask if it's true. And I certainly feel that is a book of scripture. Uh, it correlates very closely to the Old Testament and it, it adds certainly things which I, I believe to be true. Uh, and I don't believe that because I've studied it necessarily uh, from a historical or a legitimacy point of view, but I have studied this as, as a book of scripture and I felt the Holy Spirit testified to me that it is true. Uh, however, it is important that we are aware of these things because... You know, if, if someone comes to us one day and we're not aware of, of this his, his, history around the book of Abraham, then we might be surprised and then confused and then not sure why we don't know these things. Well, these things are made available. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up on the, on the LDS study session, because I'm not going into something which is, you know, deep doctrine or is, you know, hearsay or, or well, some say this, but some say that, or but this person says this. This is this is readily accessible in the Gospel Library, and I just want to make sure that you know as many listeners as possible are aware that these things are here to study and to give more light and understanding to this. Now, it was never said at any point um, that um, Joseph Smith, you know, translated the the record to get the Book of Abraham. Um, it's really not possible to know uh, exactly what happened from this. I'll read exactly from, from, the, um, from the church history topic, quote, Neither the Lord nor Joseph Smith explained the process of translation of the Book of Abraham. Records indicate that Joseph and others studied the papyri and that close observers believed that the translation came by revelation. As John Whitmore observed, Joseph the seer saw these records and by the revelation of Jesus Christ could translate these records. It is likely futile to assess Joseph's um, inability, uh, ability to translate papyri when we only have a fraction of the papyri he had in his possession. Eyewitnesses spoke of a long roll or multiple rolls of papyrus. Since only fragments survive, it is very likely that much of the papyri accessible to Joseph when he translated the book of Abraham is not among these fragments. Joseph's study of the papyri may have led to a revelation about key events and teachings of the life of Abraham, much as he had earlier received revelation about the life of Moses while studying the Bible. This view assumes a broader definition of the words translator and translation. According to this view, Joseph's translation was not a literal rendering of the papyri as a conventional translation would be. Rather, the physical artifacts provided an occasion for meditation, reflection and revelation, they catalyzed the process whereby God gave to Joseph Smith a revelation about the life of Abraham, even if that revelation did not directly correlate to the characters on the papyri, close quotes. Now, those people listening to that um, explanation might go, oh, well, of course, you know, you're going to say that, you know, of course, you'll say anything to, you know, just fluff up some story. But this is this, this was, this happened before, 
you know, um, as it mentioned, the Book of Moses wasn't translated from a specific artifact or record. It was given as revelation as, as Joseph Smith started studying the Bible. Um, you know, and so it's very, very possible that the Book of Abraham was received in a similar fashion. It may well be that the, that the Book of Abraham was, was given to Joseph Smith through revelation as he studied the ancient Egyptian artifacts. As Abraham came from that setting, he grew up in Egypt. His father was was important in the land of Egypt, and he was nearly sacrificed in the land of Egypt, and then he escaped. You know, Egypt was a very central place for Abraham before he left in his later years, and so it may well be that Joseph Smith received his revelation um, in a similar way that the Book of Moses was was given uh, as a, as a, as a revelation, not of a literal re uh, translation of the record itself but as a stimulus to, to then begin the ponderings and reflections and then receive that revelation in that right frame of mind, uh, according to the Holy Ghost. However, it may also simply be that they just don't have the, uh, the papyri that, that Joseph Smith used to translate, literally, uh, from the record to get the Book of Abraham. And I think that sometimes, you know, we, we, can, we can find a problem uh, and focus very much on this problem. But what we need to do is understand what we know, knew before we come across uh, things which may question our beliefs. Remember the things we know to be true. Look at the things which, you know, do, get, do, do challenge us. And there will be things, you know, beyond this particular topic of the book of Abraham that will challenge our beliefs as we grow up uh, in, in maturity in the gospel. That was, that was prophesied in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, in the Book of Mormon, that in the last days that the very elect would be challenged in their faith. And so it's important that we take what we knew, or take what we know to be true, go through this complexity of, you know, well, this, this now is questioning this area of my belief. What other areas of my belief can help me strength, be strengthened to understand more of this area? And then recognise, actually, there is a number of reasons and explanations why this is the case. And ultimately, we're not going to know the answer. We will not, probably never know the answer. Well, I'm very certain we won't know the answer until the right time comes now, because obviously the records are gone. The people that were there, that were there at the time when the Prophet Joseph Smith translated these records have all died and moved on. You know, we, we are not going to know the truth of this until the time comes in the last day, in, past the last days when the Saviour comes again, I'm sure. Uh, and so we need to understand, well, you know, we're not going to know. We have reasons why this may have happened. We have a number of circumstances that may have happened. And actually, for my personal you know, testimony, I've not built it on the translation of the Book of, Mo of, the Book of Abraham. I've built it on my Saviour, Jesus Christ. I've built it on what, I, on what the scriptures I've read I know to be true through the power of the Holy Ghost. I have built it on the fact that I know that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. And he may well have made mistakes, but he was still a prophet. And that the prophet today is also a prophet. He makes mistakes, but he receives guidance from our from our saviour to lead and guide this church today. I'm grateful for that knowledge that we can receive a spiritual witness of these things. For as the scriptures say many times, we will not be able to know for surety the, the truth of spiritual things through physical means. Uh, and so that was just something I was studying recently on the book of Abraham, which I had heard about before and studied before. But I was grateful for the opportunity to read it further in the gospel essays and also now the church history topic essay, the church history topics. Uh, so if there's anything that you want to share uh, on this on this subject, then please do so at, at Matt, um, Matt F, sorry, I'll say that again, at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter, uh, or you can leave a comment on CastBox on this podcast episode, episode 10. 
thankful for you listening. Uh, and if there's anything you wish to uh, to study further with me uh, as we go as we go through later days and weeks, please let me know on either of these platforms, and I'm sure I'll try and feature them in a future podcast. Thanks for listening, and until we meet again.